God states very clearly that faith without works is dead. You have people inside the Senate, you have people that are supposed to be on your side. Make the decision to live and die on your turn. You are not wrong. They have lied to us about everything, the border, the elections. I remember America and the American gun owner are the only things standing in the way of the Great Reset. Who's got the teaching aid? We are fighting a war against principalities. We are fighting a war against evil. I pray that we get to look into the eyes of every single child in this country proudly, that those children can look back and be proud of us, knowing that we fought for them. Men, I don't talk with empty words. Those teaching aids, those are called balls. Gentlemen, I've given you back your balls. You only got one? Improvise. God's given us a chance to make it right. He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Oltman. Whoo! We, we got fire today. <laughs> we got fire. There's a fire brewing. Um, guys, it, it is, uh, we, I want to get right into it. I don't waste any time. It's not about me. We have some amazing guests today. We have Ann Vandersteel from the Steel Truth, and we have Kevin Jenkins. And Kevin Jenkins, I always screw it up. So let's go ahead and bring him on. But it's, it, Kevin runs an organization. I screw it up every time. And Kevin, you're my brother from another mother, but it is the urban, hold on. Well, no, actually, actually, Joe, there's no no more Urban Global Health Alliance for me. I'm the chairman now, obviously. But you know, yeah. if we talked a little bit more. You would see that you know I'm now a co I'm chairperson with my friend Ann Vandersteel of the Zelenko Freedom Foundation. But oh, you know, wow. you and I move around so much. We do. We move around so much. I can't get on the phone with you every time. So, so the problem is. You know, Urban Global Health Alliance is still in play. It's doing great. You know, I'm, I've moved on to be the chairman and founder. Freedom Airways doing well, still a partner. You know, moving now, making sure that the Zelenko Foundation is, you know, what, what, what Dr. Zelenko wanted us to do is build a foundation of truth, build a foundation that's talking about rebuilding our youth in this country, rebuilding companies that really bring value to our lives. And Ann Vanderstill and I are partners in that, and I'm excited to be doing that because that's where my real heart, you know, my body, my work, and my heart really lives. You know that about me. And um, institutions are important to me, and this institution is going to be a game changer. Now, think about it. I have the opportunity to work with Ann every day, so I'm excited. And Dr. Zelenko trusts us. He wanted us to do it. He handpicked us, and I thank him for that. And I thank you for allowing us to come on your show so we could talk about everything that we want to talk about. And we, we should probably talk about Dr. Zelenko being in the hospital right now. He is sure. uh, in he is in ICU um, intubated. Um, they were surgery. That's right. so, um, so our prayers are with him. And when we end this segment, we will end it with prayer for Dr. Z. Beautiful. So, yeah. You know, Joe, he had a really uh, incredible treatment yesterday. His cancer is is uh, pulmonary arterial sarcoma. It's cancer of the pulmonary artery that connects the heart and the lung. He had a lung removed two years ago, battled through COVID-19 in his neighborhood, which was ground zero up there in New York State. 
uh, with 35,000 people in one square mile, treated thousands of them, saved thousands and thousands of lives, brought hydroxychloroquine into the world stage, a, a drug that was that's on the generic list and been on the World Health Organization's as he calls it, the World Homicide Organization's go-to staple drug, treating malaria as an antiparasitic for 70 years. And he made that drug world famous. Why? Because he knew that it, and he stumbled on it in, in trying to find a treatment for these people that it treated coronavirus, most notably the bioweapon they launched. And uh, sad to say, when he brought it to President Trump's attention and President Trump so bravely acknowledged that in a press conference in March of 2020, Fauci, if we all remember, practically pushed President Trump off the podium and said, we need to have double-blind placebo-controlled trials to prove efficacy. Well, that lying sack of you-know-what essentially covered up the fact that he, his NIH back in 2003 and 2005 studied hydroxychloroquine and knew it treated coronaviruses beautifully, as well as H1N1 flus. And so he didn't want to even acknowledge his own truth that he knew that's buried in the NIH data web website when you can go and find it yourself. So this is um, what Dr. Zelenko did for humanity. He shined a big spotlight on big pharma and the demons that are affiliated with them that are complicit in the cover-up, as well as the genocide of millions of people around the world. And for that, we are grateful and uh, today, Dr. Zelenko is recovering in ICU, intubated. Um, we hope he wakes up in the next 24 to 48 hours. We're praying for that. He had a procedure that was very daring. Uh, 10 cases a year of his cancer are diagnosed, and they're all diagnosed on the autopsy table. So the fact they diagnosed him before he got to that point is, in fact, a miracle of God, because God knew he had work to do. Yeah. And uh, Dr. Zelenko has m led millions to the Lord and to the light with the truth. And, you know, like he says, he wants the truth out there like a mantra. So by God, I'm glad we're going to end this uh, interview in prayer because we need him on the planet a lot longer to continue to deliver the truth that he has been waking people up. So just uh, keep him in your prayer. We hope to... Uh, get him up and talking here very soon. That's awesome. That's awesome. And he is, uh, you know, when I got, I had a friend that was sick and I had to go to Florida and I had to fly down there and drive him back. I know Dr. Z picked up the phone, called me and said, Hey, we're going to get you all the <laughs> treatment you need. Um, got us some hydroxychloroquine, uh, vitamin D deal, the, the whole works, uh, made sure that we had, uh, all the oxygen. Personal, yeah. Oxygen. We, we brought oxygen up with him. Um, and look, he was on death's doorstep. He was not in a good place. Joe, I remember that you called me, remember? I did. And you called Dr. Z. Dr. Z called me. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. so he is, he, I'm very grateful for his help. Uh, he, you know, my, it was one of my good friends that, uh, you know, we, we got back safely and, you know, he had some, he spent, he did spend about a month and a half in the hospital and, uh, it was bad. It was really bad, but we, we were able to save him. So which was awesome. Thanks to Dr. Yeah. Z. Absolutely. And thanks so, to you. You drove from Florida, to, from Florida back to Colorado. That was no small task either. You know, drop everything, go do that. That's a, this well, is what, what we do, right? That's what grifters what do. Takes. That's what grifters do. That's what we do. We're, we're <laughs> super grifters. That's what we do. We, we unselfishly serve and, you know, cause we're, we're grifters, right? So we want to, we got to do stuff like that. I, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that yet. We're going to get to that in a minute. <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about that, but but I'm excited. I want to hear about this organization, and then I want to jump in and talk about January 6th and some of the propaganda we're hearing out there. But tell us a little bit more about this organization. Kevin, you take it away. Well, well yeah, of course. Well, Dr. Zelenko has a vision, you know, beyond his legacy of creating a foundation that's training the future leaders about future, 
that's working, developing um, a multi, multi companies that might service us better than our enemies of big pharma or big tech. I mean, really coming up with really progressive companies, not progressives in their vein, but talking about how do we build the future with those companies, talking about how we heal our country from sick care to well care. So we have a number of things that we're working on now, but the first thing is to create this whole cadre of young leaders. There's a Lenko, um, we call them the Zelenko, I'm having a brain fart here, but the Zelenko fellows, and those fellows are gonna be working hand in hand on public policy issues, working hand in hand on building strategic plans around building new communities around this country, working hand in hand of looking at how they work inside the government to push the agenda of the people, not the agenda of the corporate corporatocracy. And I gotta tell you, Dr. Zelenko really wants this to be about truth, wants this to be about making sure that we protect our people in this country from their health, from their politics, from their community, from their family and their faith. And that excited me. And I was just very honored that he brought us on to do this. And then when Ann was brought on with me, I knew it was real. We had a long conversation with him. He's very single focused on us doing this the right way. And I think we're going to fulfill um, his vision for this world and for this country and for our families. And if we can make this work with your help, Joe, and other people around the country, we will have an institution that stands on truth, stands on right science, stands on the side of the people, and are building a building a strategic plan for our future in this country. So I'm happy about that. So, so it's um you 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 know I see you've been you've been talking at multiple events all over the yeah, country, gonna, and uh, you yeah. guys have been traveling like crazy, but. But I mean, how, what what are you seeing out there? Are you seeing that people are waking up? Are we are we talking to the same people over and over again? Do you think the mainstream media is having an effect? Um, do you no. see people waking up, not waking up? Because, well, no. let me just let me answer that quickly. Let me answer that quickly because people are talking about this more. Let me just, without question, tell you that America is alive and well. Without question, let me tell you, more young people are joining the ranks of this fight to save humanity. Let me tell you, more men are standing in the gap for their women and their families saying we need to do a better job of protecting our communities. They're out there in public. Let me tell you, the medical freedom movement, the patriots, and the ones that were on the sidelines that really now have an epiphany that something's wrong, they're joining our ranks too. The country is on a good course. People are learning more. People are having bigger conversations. People are talking about what to do at the local level. People are saying we need to have a real political shift not because you're a Democrat and Republican, but leaders that really value human life, leaders that really value family. And I got to tell you, I have traveled everywhere in this country. And I'm telling people that's the good news that I'm sharing. What Fauci is doing, what the NIH is doing, what the CDC is doing, what the World Economic Forum is doing, what all of them are doing, guess what? God bless them. Because they never knew there was a bunch of people on this planet like us that was going to stand in the gap for God and stand in the gap for family and stand in the gap for this country. And what it did, what COVID did was it got us to pay attention. It got us to stay single focused on what's important. Freedom is important. Truth is important. Family is important. So I don't want anybody out there to think that we're losing. We're not losing. We're just getting started. And it's not about winning because every time you take the position about winning, you lose because it's a final date. Oh, we won. So it's over. No. We can't come back to this ever again. I think what's happening now, we're going to be the ones that break the backs of tyranny for good. We're Amen. going to break the backs. We have Amen. to. We cannot continue to keep looping around, dealing with these issues. 
And guess what? I believe that all of us, all of us were ordained for this moment. Joe, when I met you, when I met Anne, we were all ordained for this. All of us are alive and well, and we're out here working every day. I don't even call it sacrifice anymore. It is what we are supposed to do to preserve life, what we are supposed to do to preserve Amen. life for our children. So this is not about winning and losing. This is not about Democrat and Republican. This is about the soul of the planet. You know, and that's why they're going after our children. That's why they're now trying to confuse us if we're men or women. We know their plan now. They documented their plan. They said, this is what we are going to do. And we're responding in kind. This is what we, you will not be allowed to do, but this is what we're going to be doing. We're going to be divesting from tyranny. And that's what it's all about. So people at home, go, get up, go outside your house and join the army. People at home in those churches that are lying to you, go find another place to worship. People at home that's living in fear, inhale God and exhale fear and go out and save your children. People that are concerned about what they're teaching in school, take your kids out of the school, homeschool them, and let's build another culture where our kids can learn to critically think and grow and evolve. And that's why the Zelenko Freedom Foundation is so real to me, because that's where you do the work at. That's where you really tinker with the science. That's where you really start to understand who was directly responsible for this, but now we're going to be responsible for creating a foundation that's going to be scientifically written well, done well, it's going to be community. All of the stuff that we're talking about, that's what this foundation is going to do. And not any of us at home have time to sit around talking about maximum sophisticated confusion. I need to do a quick read for one of our sponsors. Um, this podcast brought to you by IP Vanish. If you're tired of feeling like somebody's always watching on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. We've talked a lot about IP Vanish. They've been a, a partner of the show for quite some time now. But IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IP Vanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you stream media. Um, you can use IP Vanish on a limited device at the same time without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones. Um, it's and and for our listeners, they're they're offering an incredible seventy percent off your yearly plan to our listeners with a thirty day money back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, you're instantly protected. I will tell you that there are some apps that you have to turn off if you're using like ring apps or things like that you have to turn it off in order to actually access it because it has to have a localized ip address but um that's just something you just learn when you get it but you, you get to keep them from getting access to most of your information uh, those apps just need it to make it necessary to validate who you are uh, so go to ipvanish.com daily use promo code daily you do have to use the slash daily so ipvanish.com daily use promo code daily and claim your 70 percent savings and you know what else we're bringing everybody back to God, which yes, is exactly amen. what Dr. Zelenko has been saying since he got on the world stage. We have devalued the sanctity of life and desecrated marriage. And that is, that is all being revealed worldwide. People are seeing, I mean, the Supreme Court, amen, they have finally stepped in. Thank you, President Trump, for those three great justices that are standing in the gap, not only for the Constitution, but again, they're recognizing humanity. When you have, when you repeal and you kick back and you throw out Roe v. Wade, you say, you know what, this is up to the states. Well, now we're going to see who's who in the zoo when it comes to the states, which demons are going to still continue to allow abortions, which demons are going to say, here, we're going to make the day after pill free to your kids at school. This is, this is what we're battling right now. 
we're battling. It's pro-life or pro-death. There's no in-between. Sure. I don't care if people say my body, my choice. It didn't matter about my body, my choice when they wanted to push the poison death shot. So to them, it doesn't matter about killing a baby. They're all about pro-death. And that's where it ends. Now, as far as some of the things Kevin talked about, you know, people are waking up to their freedoms being just completely eroded. And it's been completely eroded uh, thanks to the administrative agencies that have been stood up that have allowed us. We've allowed them. Excuse me. Let me correct my language here. We allowed them to take our God given freedoms constitutionally. Uh, you know, enumerated Bill of Rights that defend our God-given freedoms, uh, Bill of Rights 1 through 10, and had them tossed aside by a bunch of unelected people that do not, that we never consented to govern us. We never elected them. They're not there under our consent to tell us what we can and cannot do. And they're telling us that we have to put poison in our bodies. I don't think so. And I think finally, you know, sadly, Joe, you know, where we are in a country, in a world right now is people were so quick to trust the science and not trust God and put a bunch of stuff in their body without reading the package insert. Well, the package insert was blank, by the way. They never revealed what's in it. And now we know through the Pfizer document dumps just how demonic and evil and frankly, it's it's full on genocide, the, the, the potency of these products and the fact that they've lied about that, that they even what's even in it. So this is all this is coming out. Their true agenda has been revealed. And frankly, you know, in a war, in a biblical war, in any war, sadly, there are innocent victims in every war that's ever been on the planet. We know this to be a fact. And again, we had to go there. We had to get here because it didn't matter. You told your kid, don't touch the stove. It's hot. Well, I guess we had to touch the stove. So we're at that moment now where we realize, yeah, that's hot. That's not right. Those people are evil. And it's not about Democrat, Republican, black, white, yellow, green. It doesn't matter, Joe. It's about God's children, we're all God's children. Color is irrelevant. Ethnicity is irrelevant. What you do for breakfast and what you do for work is irrelevant. It's about truly uh, glorifying and sanctifying life on the planet that we've been given, a beautiful tapestry that we continue to trash. And thanks to the EPA and the regulations out there, a freaking wind turbine has a bigger carbon footprint than that diesel truck you're driving, Joe. So, you know, this is this is what the hypocrisy of all the stuff they put in front of us. And because it's on a television, we believe it. Well, we know that's all fake too. So hence the reason why your show is popular because people are like, I got to find, I got to find answers somewhere else. People have to help me make sense of what I'm reading because I can't be the only person that's thinking this way. And they're finding like-minded people here on, on your show on conservative daily. That's allowing them to kind of go, wow, I'm not losing my mind. And the Zelenko freedom foundation is going to drive all that home. We're going to continue to push it. And Dr. Zelenko wants media to regale in truth, like a mantra. And we will have a a fairly significant media play in the Zelenko Freedom Foundation because we have to help and continue to be part of that solution, bringing people other ways to look at the problems that we're having, but more importantly, solutions. How do you get there? This is how you get out of that whole thing. This is the way forward. So, so we, we, I mean, it, so I'm a big, I'm a big believer in unity. And we talked a lot about the unity of the movement and how mm -hmm. fractured it's become. And, and that's not a negative, that's a positive, because as I started walking through this process, I started seeing more and more fractures that were being developed by, by independent people, people that it's easy in the, in, in, on conservatives for ego to creep up and for that to create a division. And then once that relationship fractures and they walk around uh, using terms such as grifter, using terms such as not Christian or not conservative and, and creating distrust, sowing distrust. Um, you know, do you think there's an opportunity for organizations to take a deep breath, get back in the battle, step into the gap, and I'm gonna go through the plan with you that, that I've been uh, 
playing with, <laughs> not playing with, I, I believe it's God-inspired, it's biblical, but is, you think there's an opportunity for us to just take a deep breath and, and mend many of those fences and start to cast out those that would do that with it are literally just self-serving and just focus, just focus on, on the problem and creating a solution. I mean, don't you think but it's time? I, I wanna, yeah. I want to say something about that. I, I want to, this, this is very interesting conversation you're having because movements are messy. Yeah. Have always I been. agree. Because people always talk about, you know, we're a movement, you know, no movements are messy. During the 1960s, during the civil rights movement, the same thing was going on inside the inside the organization. Same thing. You have one group of people that had a vision because they all wanted to be Martin Luther King. Then you had another group of people that are saying we just have to stick with civil rights. And it caused a lot of dissension. But you know what Martin was saying? It was just not about civil rights. He was really concerned about saving this country. He was really concerned about bringing this country together. And he stayed focused. That's why the war in poverty that he wanted to have that march in Washington was critical because it brought the whole country together. Not because you were Democrat or Republican or Christian or Muslim or Jewish. He said, no, we're all having the same problem. And the civil rights started the discussion. But inside that group, you had people saying, well, Martin, just stick with civil rights. Well, Martin, don't say anything about the war. Oh, Martin, just be quiet. And he was like, wait a minute. I didn't start this journey, this Christ-like journey, this journey to heal the country just to worry about civil rights. So what you're finding out is you see a lot of people that have different perspectives. But the one thing that happened, truth, truth prevailed. He was right. We're still talking about Martin Luther King. We're not talking about them. We're still, we're still talking about the dream. That's why we're trying to reclaim the dream. All of those people that have come into the groups and come in all around the country, you now start to see them, too, for what they really are. Are they really true soldiers for freedom, or are they there being self-servants? I mean, servant, self-servant to themselves. And when you see that, our job is just to move on, not to embrace it, not to try to intellectualize it. Just move on. They play a part, too. Judas yeah. played a part. They play a part, too. And it keeps us focused. It keeps us dialed in. It keeps us committed to God. It keeps us committed to truth. I love that. And when they say something, we just walk away. We just can't spend (laughs) another day trying to claim and hold on to that insanity. Because we have a big war in front of us. And they can't beat us because they've seen us unified in such a unique way that our global tyrants and their agents, because if you don't think we have agents inside these groups, you're out of your mind. Okay, so when I hear weird things, you know what I do? I get up and I move forward. You know when I hear other bad stuff, you know what I do? I get up and I move forward. But if they tell me somebody's screwing with Joe, if they tell me somebody's screwing with Ann, if they tell me somebody's screwing with the real true patriots I know, I'm there standing by their side. And guess what? We have to close our minds to that noise because that's what the devil does exceptionally well. That's right. He whispers into the weak's ears, and then those people, you know what they do? They come and they cause confusion. So let's stop talking about them, and let's unify. But know who they are. Now know who they are, but let's keep moving forward. And that's what it's Dr. like landmines. Right. And Kevin, you're talking about people, you're talking about human landmines that you know where they are, you know where they're laying. You just step around them, step over them, and yes. just keep walking, leave them behind you because they're going to detonate on their own. Eventually, they're not going to be able to take their own wallowing in whatever hatred, bitterness, anger, whatever it is that they've got going on, they're going to self-implode. You just let them go and you keep going. 
So, so we have sponsors that have been with us for a long time. This one has definitely been here a long time. This is Air Medcare Network. Today's podcast, again, sponsored by Air Medcare Network. If you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, if you travel a lot, if you even drive a lot, even if you don't drive a lot, this is good fire insurance. If you like to hike or spend time outdoors, you want to make sure your family's protected in a medical emergency if you ever need to be air medically transported with air med care network you're covered for as little as 85 dollars a year your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported uh, simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com daily and use promo code daily and you'll receive up to a 50 dollars visa gift card when you sign up today now they also have an amazon card but we don't do business with amazon here on this show so please do not sign up for this and get the 50 dollars amazon gift card uh, because that is feeding the beast and we don't feed the beast so get that $50 um, gift card and sign up. You can go up to, I think the five-year membership is like 300 bucks or something. But uh, so it's even less. So it's $85 a year for your whole family. And then as you go up, it, it, it actually reduces. So airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Yeah, you, so you know I, what else God does though? You know what yeah. God does to them? I've seen this. I don't know if you, you've seen it in your lifetime. They believe that they're ordained to do something and that cause confusion. But if you notice, when they get up on that stage and talk, no matter what they say, nobody's listening. Like nobody's listening to them anymore. They think they are. Somebody's listening, but nobody's really listening. And yeah. that's how beautiful God is. He will take your voice and mum- make it turn it into mush, and nobody would even know what you're talking about. And or, that's or what really- I believe happens to those people. Or really turn it to mush and be Biden and be like, what did he say? That's exactly Wait, hold on, right. Go back to my card. Exactly right. That's sit exactly down, right. I don't shut up, that. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you're done. <laughs> and, you're, and, you're, and you're dead. And you're like, what did he just say? Oh God! <laughs> I am actually dumber from listening to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never get those brain cells back in that five minutes. What were uh, they thinking? Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, it, movements are messy, 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 man. There's no perfection. But now, yeah. think about this young woman that lives in Texas somewhere, Boston somewhere, that saw you, George, saw you, Anne, and something just happened. They just joined the army. They just joined the army. And I just love it. I think the country is mm-hmm. better off for it. I think we're better off for it. We, we get to see who they are. You know, we get to smell who they are. We understand. Yeah. And guess what? They are not going to confuse us with that stuff that they're trying to do. So, so I, I, I mean, I have a question. I mean, I, I have lots of questions, but I want to, I mean, you, 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 you bring up a powerful point. Like why give them, as Ann said, they suck the air out of the room. <laughs> yeah. the, they literally are the, the amoebas. Why, why give them any? And, and I think that, we maybe we don't have to address the individual, but addressing the larger just idea of who they are and how what right. evil that represents, the Judases that that represents, and why it's so dangerous to people standing in the gap. You know why? Yeah. The people, the true people that are standing in the gap, like you two gentlemen, are exactly what they don't. You're doing exactly what they don't want you to do. They want to, everybody to look at them to think they're the ones standing in the gap. Meanwhile, they're calling everybody out as a grifter or they're saying, who's done this for election integrity? Who has done anything to save the children? Who has, you know, done anything to to stop the, the, the jabs? Uh, who is, you know, standing up for whatever? But you have to start looking at the people who are accusing others and, and asking yourself, well, if they're hurling all these accusations, what have they done? Nothing. And when you see that there's nothing, nothing in their 
coffers of, of life that they've contributed to these same things that they're accusing everybody else of not doing or giving people some kind of deep state cover name that they're child sex traffickers or whatever it is, you, you can only listen to that for five or 10 minutes and then you realize, wait a minute, uh, my critical thinking skills have to kick in here. I can't get caught up in the drama because we've been through so much drama. Movements are messy, like Kevin said. We've got to just stop take stock of who the individual is that's flapping their beak and calling somebody out. Listen, I don't punch right. If someone's on my team and they're, you know, on team freedom, team America, team God, I'm not going to attack them. Even if we have small differences, there's no point. The, the, the bigger picture of where we're going and where we need to go is that we're all going in that direction. So let's keep that in mind. You don't have to love the guy next to you, but you know what? Love the agenda, love where he or she is going and help everybody get there. Cause this is how we all win together. When you've got someone who's constantly punching you because you're not doing what they claim you should be doing, or they're claiming that they have a better relationship with God than you do, or whatever hocus pocus mumbo jumbo they're throwing out there to, to derail and just distract, then you just got to shut that door and let that person or group of individuals be in their little door by themselves in their room because they will self-destruct because eventually people are just going to get tired of the emotional roller coaster. And like Kevin said, maximum uh, sophisticated, sophisticated confusion. confusion. Generating. And seriously, you have to wonder, that's a tactic of the CIA to spew a bunch of information at you and yeah. throw a bunch <laughs> of names at you and ask you if you know all this stuff and make you feel stupid if you don't and, and never let you get a word in edgewise. And the minute you try and say something, they tell you, oh, you talk too much. Well, I'm asking a stupid question here. So that's right. this is this is just, it's noise. It's such noise. And those group of individuals need to be left in the rear view, rip the rear view mirror off and don't look back, keep going. Amen. But Kevin, you brought up Martin Luther King. Yeah. And I studied Martin Luther King. And people, I, I, I actually talk about him being a part of, and I want to get into the January 6th. We have plenty of stuff to talk about. And I feel like I could have you guys on for like six hours. We still wouldn't get through all of it. Um, but I've studied Martin Luther King. I think he was a great man. He, he was in a place that, of interposition. He sat in the middle between the tyrants, those would do harm to minorities and the minority population, the, the victims. And he stood up and he always said, nonviolent, nonviolent. And they came out and said he was violent. And then they came out and they talked badly about him. And then they wrote bad stuff about him. And then the FBI oh, yeah. pushed down. I mean, they did a lot of bad things to him. But you also but, talked about the, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, but you know, a lot of people don't know that story. He was the most hated man in America, America. when he was assassinated. And guess who was a part of that group that hated him? The black bourgeoisie. Yes. Yeah. They hated his him. own people. His own people. His own people hated him. I mean, yeah. you're talking about Christ's journey. They hated him. And when he was when he was assassinated, right, people still didn't understand what was happening in his life at that moment. I mean, he was going through some very, very tough times. And his family to this day, you know, I get a little upset about it because they've allowed this world to bastardize his message. And it mm. pisses me off. This is one of the most radical thinking men of our time. So when they connect him to Mahatma Gandhi, it pisses me off. It was a black man named Howard Thurman, the, the a theologian that taught him to understand. Oh, you know about Howard oh, Thurman. My brother, Howard now you're stuck. My brother from another mother. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Thurman, you know, Howard Thurman was the one that you know Martin got his inspiration from. You know, he wanted to mentor. go out and work with the disenfranchised. He was his mentor. I've read his books. I mean, even to this day, I'm still moved by what Howard Thurman says. But how I came back to Martin was kind of different. 
I didn't like Martin Luther King when I was younger because I thought the word pacifist meant coward. When I got older and went back and reread his letters and reread all of his works, he was, he was, there was not a passive bone in his body. But he knew in his heart that you couldn't be, be tyrants without love. You couldn't be tyrants without a deep respect and love for God. You couldn't be tyrants without unifying the country. You couldn't be, be tyrants by not showing your fellow man the respect that he deserves. So I realized even for me, I had to embrace that thinking to beat the tyrants of our time, the ty tyranny of our time. So that's why I tell people we have to show each other love and respect. But the man was the most, all of the papers that we don't purchase anymore, New York Times, Washington Post, all of the papers, maybe the Atlantic, all of the papers of the country at that time said he should have just worried about civil rights and shut your mouth, boy, and be quiet. His friends ran away from him. They had internal wars inside the civil rights movement. It was the most painful thing that you could have seen, but he stayed true to God's mission. And that is why we're still talking about him today. And that's why I use him as an example. 28 years old. He could have went and taught in London. Remember, they had a job for him over in Europe. Yep. He could have become one of the biggest pastors of his, of his time. And they, and they wanted him to. They, they actually, everyone pushed him because they, they heard his voice. It, it was powerful. Everywhere he went, right. it, people were mesmerized. Yeah. 28 years old. And yeah. the man stood out there in the street 28 years old and never stopped working for God and never stopped working for people and never stopped working for his country. I tell people, if you really want to know who he is, go read his letters. You have to read the letters. So can the, I, put, I think the best book that was ever written about him, outside of all of the volumes that Branch did, was this one book by Tavis Smiley, The Death of a King. If you read that book, it explains it all. That's next on my list because I haven't read that book yet. How did I not read that book? That's, I, I th that's the best one ever done. So you talked about letters, and he wrote a letter. He wrote several letters, actually, in Birmingham, Alabama jail. This was from yeah. April 14th. And you, you talked about the church. And, and you talked about faith and restoring mm -hmm. God. And, the, and this is, this is a restoration. I mean, this is a time of restoration. It is. This isn't just restoration of the Constitution. It's restoration of putting God back in our society. 100%. Mike Lindell's been talking about it since he started on this as well, saying, you know, this is going to be the greatest revival ever. This whole election sham is going to bring people back to God because so much has been revealed in the last two years. I mean... I don't even know if I could sit here on the show right now and name it all. I mean, we know the broad, the big broad brushstrokes, but there has been right. so much that has come out of all of this that's rather shocking. In fact, I mean, there's so many people in the news even today with 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 you know uh, Mark Meadows' assistant, you know, call, being called to testify, and she's coming out as an anti-Trumper. You know, you got to start to wonder about these affiliations around the president and who are the good guys and who are the bad guys. I mean, this is like, uh, and of course, just Trump's lawsuit against Hillary. You read uh, what Peter Tickton wrote with uh, the Trump attorney team. That's the Durham investigation in layman's terms. Anybody yeah. can read the Trump lawsuit and know exactly what uh, John Durham and his team are doing and really where they're going with their investigation. That is not going away. It seems like you had a little loss with the Sussman, but what did you expect? A DC courtroom with a bunch of DC, you know, yeah. uh, jury, jury nullification. Were, yeah. Yeah, the whole thing's a joke. But needless to say, important information came out. Robbie Mook certainly gave up the goods on old Hillary. So you think that's not going away? There's so much good that's coming out. And again, it's God that is allowing this to happen right now because God recognized we forsake him as, a, as, a, as, a, as humanity. We forsake him. We took him out of everything here in this country. The second covenant nation just said, oh, the heck with God. 
I'm sorry, separation of church and state doesn't mean you take God out of the classroom. That's not what it means at all. It means you're free to worship whatever religion you want. It has nothing to do with we have to take God out of everything. So that has been another bill, bag of lies that we've been sold. And frankly, it's about time <clears throat> Americans recognize all this, that without God, we have collapsed. And with God, we will rise. And that's what we're doing. We are coming together. People are getting engaged. And I got a comment on this whole thing with this Q stuff starting to post again. Listen, I don't know who Q is, what it is. I know that there's a Q clearance and all this stuff. But here's the thing. Q showing back up now is everybody starting to mobilize and come together to me is concerning because I don't want people to say, oh, Q's back. They're going to save us. No, that's not what it's about. Trust the plan. Folks, you are the plan. You've got to understand right. you're the government. Civil, civic duty matters. You've got to take responsibility for your affairs at home, in your local communities, in your school system, and on up the chain. And if you drop that and you go, oh, Q's back, guess what, folks? We're going to be right back to where we were. There is no magic bullet. There are no white hats coming in to save. Ten people aren't going to save the problem here, folks. We have got to come together and do it ourselves. That's standing in the gap. It isn't Q. No offense to the Q people out there. I think the confirmation wow. that this is like, but I got to tell you, we have got to stick together. Use that information. Understand what you've learned from Q. But that doesn't mean you let Q solve the problem. It means you have to solve the problem. So that's where we are. So, you know, and that's, that's the message. That's the message. I think you're absolutely right. It's about us saving ourselves. I say on the stage all the time, nothing from the sky is coming to save you. And if you use the word they again, I'm just going to jump off the building because they <laughs> need you to accept this. They, they need you to, they, they masked my kids. They took my jobs. They forced me to do this. They, 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 they. So when you say they, you're a slave. But when you say we, you're free. So they don't want us having the we conversation. They want us to have the they conversation. I'm and I tell people, if you tell me one more right? time that they masked your kids, I'm out of here. If you tell me one more time they took your job from you because you didn't want to take an experimental biologic, I'm not. No, we have set ourselves up because we are just as corrupt as they are. Now yep, we have right. to find God. Now we have to find truth. Now we have to find our own tribe. I don't want those people in my tribe. Now I'm going to be discriminatory. I don't want those people that believe my body should be turned over to a bunch of people that are going to commoditize me yet again as a black human being. Now all of us understand what the commoditization of our bodies look like because they've mm -hmm. been commoditizing us from day one. From Amen. day one, we've always been a part of their plan to ruin and destroy and annihilate human life. And we've allowed them to do it, just like our children. I was on the stage in Maine and I said, I want everybody to go home and look at your children because what they have become, we've allowed them to become that because we've sent them to those places and they have re-engineered their brains where your kids now are coming home and telling you Oh, Fauci is my God. Oh, my professor is my God. Oh, you know, Marxism is my God. Socialism is my God. Capitalism, uh, okay, I get it. Not my God, but we've allowed our kids, we've allowed our kids to be trained by these lizards and our kids are turning on us. That's why the Zelenko, I'm telling you, that's why we're focusing on the young people first, the fellowship first. That's critical. We have to reclaim our children. I want prayer back in school. I want the Pledge of Allegiance back in school. Amen. I want the flag back in school. Amen. I want all of the tools that build good character. Now, if you want to add something else to that, that's fine. But otherwise than that, get out of our way. We're paying taxes, <laughs> our buildings, our money, our country, and the crowd our land, goes wild. Our future. 
And, get, and I'm telling you, I'm so sick and tired of people standing around here talking about waiting for their government official to save their life. No. They're not no. going to save Man, their life. They're fired too. Mm. Mm. Okay, mm. I'm just, you know, I can only talk like this with my friends. You're my friends. But, <laughs> but, I'm like, I'm stunned by this, though. I mean, yeah. young people are coming home and saying, I don't believe you, mom. I don't believe you, dad. I believe them. I'm like, how does that happen? Hey. You don't want to get my blood started on this. I'm, I'm give me your blood started. I'm ready to run around the block a couple times. Run around the block. Ah, come back in. Yeah. Well, I'll give, you, I'll give you an example. In the black community right now, right? I, 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 58 years of black so called power. Every time you pick up your paper or you look at TV, they're talking about racism. Okay, now let's talk about that for a second. What in the hell are you talking about when you just had your first multiracial president? You had two U.S. attorney generals. You had the, a black man ahead of um, Homeland Security. You got more black elected officials running these cities. You got more judges, more lawyers, and we're worse off than the 1930s and the 20 in 2022. How has that happened? You know why? Because majority of the people that are working in these systems work for the global tyrants. Majority yeah. of these people that work that look like me work every day to keep us trapped in poverty, keep us trapped in victimhood, keep us trapped at eating at the trough, um, as the young man would say, of the grievance industrial complex. And we have to break that chain. That's why building institutions that are principled, building institutions that have God in the center of them, building institutions that's talking about preserving life and building new life for our children is critical. That's all of us we should be, there's nothing else. That's right. There's nothing else on the planet Earth we should be working on right now but that. You can't go to your churches anymore because your churches are unfortunately, 80, I say 75% of them are, have been captured. So you gotta That's build right. your own church. That's why our tribe is so important. Because we have built our own church. Um, I want to give a shout out to one of our other sponsors too. That's Axos Bank. Um, I'm excited to have found this bank, and I've done a lot of research on this bank. And um, I'm supposed to have another conversation with them tomorrow because I'm, I'm really interested in how they uh, are going to protect people. I'm really interested in protecting people and their ability to protect their money. I'm not sure that the banking system related to the bigger banks would ever do that. It's one of the reasons why I've never been a part of any big banks. I, I gave that up nearly 20 years ago. Um, but I found this bank, Access Bank. They opened on Independence Day 2000. They're not a crumbling brick and mortar. They're a fully digital bank built on the bedrock of American tradition. Let's take a look at the reward checking account where you can earn the highest interest rate, and it's a big one. Listeners can also get a, a $150 bonus if you open one by July 31st. Big rewards from a bank that believes in freedom to do business without compromising our values. Um, if you go to accessbank.com slash daily for full details, that's A-X-O-S bank.com slash daily. And for that cash bonus, all you need is a $1,500 direct deposit within the first three months of opening your reward checking account. Uh, so Access Bank is federally insured. Member FDIC in there for us, all of us, accessbank.com slash daily. Go check them out. All right, so, so I want to go through this really quick, and then I'll get your thoughts on this, because this is from Martin Luther King in a letter. Um, this has become the mantra. But before I do that, I want you to know um, that Howard Thurman said something really, really prophetic, right? and that I've lived my life by. And that is there are two questions that we have to ask ourselves. The first is, where am I going? And the second is, um, who is going with me? If you ever get these questions in the wrong order, you are in trouble, right? So this is, this is, this is a fundamental value of Martin Luther King mm -hmm. because he wanted to make sure that people were focused on mission, 
And sometimes we get off mission. We, we get off mission because people are shooting at us and, and it, it, it wears on you, right? But yeah. here's what he said in this letter. There was a time when the church was very powerful. It was during that period that early Christians rejoiced that they were deemed worthy to suffer for what they believed. In those days, the church was not merely a thermometer that recorded the ideas and principles of popular opinion. It was a thermostat that transformed the mores of society. Wherever the early Christians entered a town, the power structure got disturbed and immediately sought to convict them for being, quote, disturbers of the peace, unquote, and, uh, quote, outside agitators, unquote. But they went on. They went on with the conviction that they were a colony of heaven and had to obey God rather than man. They were small in numbers, but big in commitment. They were too God-intoxicated to be astronomically intimidated. They brought end to such evil, such ancient evils as infanticide. I always get that wrong. In gladiatorial contest. Things are different now. The contemporary church is so often a weak, ineffectual voice with uncertain sound. It is so often the arch supporter of the status quo, far from being disturbed by the presence of the church. The power structure of the average community is consoled by the church's often vocal sanction of things as they are. But judgment is up, of, of God is upon the church as never before. If the church of today does not recapture the sacrificial spirit of the early church, it will lose its authentic ring, forfeit the loyalty of millions, and be dismissed as an irrelevant social club with no meaning for the 20th century. I meet young people every day whose disappointment with the church has risen to outright disgust. Mm. prophetic yes it really is and in fact when you when you put it in just context of the everyday life you're living um first of all your relationship with god is yours and yours alone i can't Amen. judge your relationship with god i can't judge kevin's i only have mine to worry about do i need an organized entity for me to <laughs> worship god and have a conversation with god and glorify god no i don't in fact i haven't been in a church in years uh, because I recognize that organized religion has been very problematic. Um, I attend church from time to time, but I do not frequent a regular church because I have not found solace there. I found more comfort and solace in my own personal relationship with my Savior, and that's my personal business. Um, when you put it in the context of what's happening today, look at Antifa, for instance. Here you have a group of kids who don't have God in their lives. In fact, they're atheists. Uh, they don't have family in their lives. They're looking for a sense of belonging. They found each other, yet they're lost. They don't know where they're going. They're being told where to go, and they're being told by people who are being paid by more Satanists, more atheists who do not believe in God, hence a la Soros-funded organizations. I've interacted with Antifa. Joe, I know you have too. These kids, at the root of it all, at the fundamental level, believe in the, in the Constitution. They believe in the Bill of Rights but they don't know where to direct their frustration. They don't know where to direct their energy. And instead of trusting in God and looking for guidance there, they're getting it from people who don't believe in such and are you know, teaching these kids and taking them clear off a path. So again, when you don't know where you're going and you don't know who you're taking with you, in other words, they don't even know who these people are they're being paired with, you put yourself up in a very bad place and you set yourself up for failure. But the kind of failure that people like in Antifa organizations and other organizations like BLM and KKK, all these other twisted organizations out there do more harm to that group as a whole than it will impact society because eventually the people that are godlike, which is more of us than them, recognize that evil and they in, in effect ostracize themselves. Thank God for the interventions that happen from time to time where people recognize what's going on and they save themselves but they can only save themselves when they start with a one fundamental relationship which is with their lord and savior and sometimes they never find it joe you know it mm. i know it 
the Bible will tell you that everybody gets to go there. But what that what that letter was was talking about is spot on. We have a yeah. real problem in this country. We saw the church take the money for COVID and abandon the flock for the almighty dollar. Well, hey, folks, guess I, what? I, 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 you know what I say, Andy? They, they zoomed in Jesus, and They zoomed in Jesus. They zoomed in Jesus. They closed yeah. the churches, zoomed in Jesus. And as soon as the devil offered the money to, to sell off and kill their people, they took the money. That's why That's those it. churches that took that money and those churches that took the PPE money and those churches that are being funded by Big Pharma, they need to all be shut down. I mean, literally shut well, down. I think people literally. are just walking away from them, Kevin. I think people are recognizing that saying, you know, hey, wait a minute. My business went belly up. I lost everything. My family, we're on the street. We can't afford our house. We're, we're losing everything. But my church is still standing and they have their coffers are full. How is it possible their coffers are full? Because they were getting, you know, these, these uh, con con congregational members are... They, they, they were empty they, they were they were not relating to Jesus because they needed somebody to lead them. they didn't take I think a lot of people have actually found their own relationship with Jesus themselves and are now recognizing and you're starting to hear about these churches that are in financial peril now the PPP wow. money's gone the members of the That's church right. aren't coming back they're not tithing anymore because those members actually realize they didn't need the congregation after all they have their relationship with god they have their relationship with their family and guess what when your family prays together they stay together and that's what they found i mean it is it is so basic and so fundamental it's even it almost seems surreal that we have to actually have this conversation but sometimes people get so caught up and all these distractions, right? That they forget the fundamental basics of life, like oxygen, you need God in your life. It's that simple. And I think people are starting to really recognize that considering everything we've been through. And now people are recognizing that the, the God of science was really the God of genocide at this point uh, because they cloaked genocide behind science as well. And right. the only thing you can trust is God. Well, Amen. it's just like the black church. You know, people always ask me about the black church. And I got to the point that I was like, what are you talking about? I said, you you cannot equate the black church of the day with the black church of the past. The black church of the past had clear mission to break away from their slave master's religion, to worship their God within their own power within themselves. And what did they do? They went out and built the world for their people. They did not become the proxy for the Democratic Party. They didn't come to become the proxy for the globalists. They didn't come the proxy of the government. The black church is not the traditional black church. So I get very frustrated when I hear people say, oh, we got to go talk to the black church. There is no such thing. Because no the black church that I grew up in, they were concerned about life. They were concerned about community. They were suspicious of the government. They knew they had to fight for their civil rights. They knew they had to have their own ownership of their own lives. What this new church did was sell us down the river. We chose politics over ownership. We chose their God over our God. We chose Fauci over God. You understand? Mm -hmm. We chose the Democratic Party over God. That's why when I see black women acting as feminists and talking about Roe versus Wade, it makes me want to throw up. Don't you know what this was all created for? It was to create to kill black children. Right. To destroy and, the black family. And you can't have a conversation about man. it. You can't have a conversation I mean, are you about kidding it. Me? I can have a conversation about it with it because they don't know history. I mean, listen, the black church, the AME church and other black denominations, um, Du Bois and Bethune and a number of black leaders freaking supported Margaret Sanger. They went around the country saying, oh, you black people don't love your kids enough and you can't feed your kids and you can't take care of your kids. So kill them. And Martin and Luther King, by the way, did not. Martin Luther King was pro-life 100 percent. 
Absolutely. I got one better for you. When you say, don't, see, what has happened, the word conservative has been destroyed. It Martin has. Luther King, conservative. Malcolm X, conservative. Frederick Douglass, conservative. Ida B. Wells, conservative. James Baldwin, conservative. Every last one of them were conservative. What is conservative? Faith, family, and freedom. What is conservative? Ownership. What is conservative? That's what it is. We have allowed them I, to destroy that. They, ba- they, they have perverted it and bastardized literally everything in our Thank community. You. Black people, you know, when I say I'm a, yeah, go ahead, Anna. You got me pissed off. No, I'm just saying. I, I just they're the masters. They're the masters of deception. They're the masters of rebranding and taking over. They have taken over Thank everything you. that was, was, uh, you know, was fundamental in our language, and they have taken it and stolen it and rebranded it as something else. We are going through a rebirthing of who we are, right. what our relationship is with each other. Understanding our relationship starts with God. Like as Kevin said, with the Zelenko Freedom Foundation, you know, God is at the center and we're going to help take back everything around God, starting with our kids, working in the inner cities, doing community development, working around public policy, helping incubate businesses that have been literally snuffed out by big pharma and big tech. Because why? Because they were more effective and less expensive. And oh, by the way, they use things that God put on the planet. So we don't want that because it's, you know, there's no money in it. That's garbage, right. as you see, Joe, total and utter garbage. And this is where we have to come back. We've got to come back to the roots, to the fundamentalism, and we've got to get you know, right with the big man upstairs so that we can be right with each other. We have to see past all this identity politics garbage. It's just so, I'm so tired of talking about it. I want to talk about moving forward. I want to talk about going into the light, into the freedom. These people are still trying to kill, kill people back here. And th- th- for what? Their pro-death approach is not working and it's not resonating. Hence, you're seeing a flock out of the Democrat Party into Republicans. And people are like, I can't believe I'm registering a Republican. But these people back here are still trying to kill people. I can't be affiliated with that. That is how fundamental this is. Do you love life or not? As Kevin told me yesterday, he was speaking this weekend. He walked outside a bunch of Antifa people were protesting. So Kevin's like, so you're, 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 uh, you're against pro-life? Kevin's like, do you think your parents, you should thank your parents. They were pro-life because they had you so you could be here and exercise your First Amendment right to go and curse life. You know what I mean? But this is where we are. Yeah. Yes. You got people around here running around this country talking about they took our constitutional rights. I'm like, what constitutional rights? Having an abortion was not a constitutional right. No, it should have never been. It should have never been. It should have never been decided by the higher court. Never been codified into law. Should have never. But here's the thing, though. I'm so happy that this is happening. That's it for part one, Patriots. We have part two of our awesome interview with Ann Vandersteel and Kevin Jenkins coming up next on Conservative Daily Podcast. So make sure you tune in for that. God bless America.